From grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Rick. And this is the best beer show on the internet. According to our mothers. So Rick, what have you been up to beer-wise? I brewed three batches yesterday. Holy shit. Yeah, 15 gallons, just five gallons each. Um, All right, man, you dove just feet first into this. Well, uh, I brewed a couple extract kits, so my father and I decided to pick up some extract kits and do another brew. And by that, I mean he bought it, and then I brewed it all while he was at work, so he couldn't mess it up. And I brewed a Mosaic IPA, a Imperial Stout, and an Amber Ale. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep, yep, yep. And we overhopped the Amber Ale just to see what happens. Very cool. And the Amber Ale was like an older kit that you had. Yeah, I, I got it uh, like a year ago, a little under a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how that turns out because I know like you want to use as fresh ingredients as you yeah. can. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting for sure. Yeah, the, the DME was, or the LME was not bad. Um, like it, it was, it looked normal. Smelled normal, tasted normal, gave it a little lick. And then uh, uh, <clears throat> some of the hops were a little older, so I put those in at 60. Hoping I didn't get any off flavors or stale flavors from that. But some of the hops I used were new, so should be all right. Yeah, that's And then cool. the yeast was new, so it shouldn't be bad. The only thing is, like, the grain was old, like the specialty grain to steep. Mm-hmm. But, meh. Yeah, yeah, that should be fine. I had it around there, and so I was like, I throw it away or I brew it. Yeah, so yeah, I no, it. I mean, you have to do one or the other, right? Yep. So I brewed it and put extra hops in there, because I had some extra summit hops from the stout. So I had those, because I only used part of those, so I put about a half ounce in extra, and then I added an ounce of Cascade at 30 minutes when it didn't call for any of that. And it called for like 60 and then flame out. And then I did the flame out. So okay, threw some extra hops in. It'll hop it up a little bit because... Hop, hop, hop it up. I'd, like we'll be brewing an amber ale at some point on here, true to style. And I was like... Yeah, you know, you I might as well have the fun yeah, stuff. I don't really care for that like style necessarily because I like hops. So I was like, yeah, I'll just throw a bunch of hops in this one. Yep. And if it doesn't turn out, I think I probably spent like $8 total on it. I mean, beyond what I paid for it last year, which is just gone money. So it's basically free now. Right. Yeah. No, that's how that works. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, after, after a month after you spend it, it's free money. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. No, I would say at least that's what I keep telling myself after I go on beer buying binges. Well, yeah. And <clears throat> I had forgotten that it was even down there. So it was like, I forgot about the beer kit. I forgot about the money. So it's basically like a free beer kit because I just found it. So I ordered, so, or I, I got some extra hops when I ordered the other two kits. And then I got some uh, yeast. And so those were the only two things I really spent any new money on. So 
it shouldn't be too bad. Yeah. And if it sucks, I'll just dump it out. I don't care. <clears throat> You're not supposed to pour that like a half of ice, and I don't think. <laughs> I was looking at that pour, and I was like, that's not going to look right. Well, no, that's a half of ice and pour. Like, Is it? Yeah. Well, it's not. So you want like I the big frothy wheat head. It's not bad. I don't know. It just didn't look right. Well, that's why the glass is shaped the way it is. I see. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, so beer-wise for me, um, not a whole lot since uh, the brew day last week. Um, well, no, I take that back. I went to a beer fest. <laughs> I haven't been up to anything. Uh... <laughs> I didn't do anything. Oh, except for this beer fest. Yeah, I went to a beer festival uh, in Hinkley at the casino. It was a beer festival in Dropkick Murphy's concert. It was more there for the Dropkick Murphy's than the beer. Um, but it was, uh, I mean, we tried some interesting stuff. Uh, a lot of ESBs. It feels like ESBs might be making a comeback, which I, ESBs and pub ales, which I am 100% fine with. I am fine with that. Cause too. those styles are awesome and I they're like usually a little lower on the alcohol, like in that 5% instead of, you know, the 7%, you know, smash you in the face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I just stuff. had the, the Barley Jones, little barley ESB earlier today. And that was super good. Well done. Yeah. Um, and then we had some double barrel aged Dark Father from uh, Bent Brew Stillery. Mm-hmm. So that was that was good. That was very good. Um, other than that, it was just a bunch of like normal normal beer stuff. Right. Uh, and then, uh, let's see. I've been researching a bunch about mead making. Mm-hmm. Um, I posted the one link on the Facebook page. I'm trying to remember what that meadery's name is now. Uh, blind... Ninja Studios, because that's what we are. <laughs> um, let's see, that is... I remember they liked it, and I felt real good about that. Um, oh, uh, Gronfell uh, Meadery, out of Vermont, I believe. If any listeners are in that area, I would really love to try their mead. Uh, we can work out some sort of uh, trade for some New Glarus or Toppling Goliath or something <laughs> yeah. uh, from around here that we can hook you up with. Hook us up. Um, but anyway, uh, the the mead master there has a bunch of amazing YouTube videos that are entertaining as shit. And mm-hmm. I've been watching those. And they posted all their mead recipes online and their blog is super informative. So I've just I've been I guess I've been focusing on mead a little bit ever since we did that talk with Spencer and then I've been yeah. talking with a couple of listeners about it and it's kind of a fun thing. Yeah, I don't I don't know if I'll ever get into mead making, but I will brew at least one batch of mead. So. Hey, well, you know, once we're done with eighty different styles, we might be in line to do well. Some, some mead I've or been something. I've been thinking about what we're gonna do after the eighty because right. that's gonna come up faster than we think. Yeah, and well, we might be tired of brewing beers though for a minute. Yeah. Just be like, okay, let's let's do a mead. Yeah. Now. Well, I was, I've been I've been slowly compiling a beer, uh, like a beer experiment list. Oh, there you go. That we can to do after yep. the style. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and so then we'll stay true to style. Yeah. We'll go out of it. Uh, and then I've been on the Brewlosophy website uh, for a little bit. Um, so that's that's you know B R U Lossophy, um, and they have this thing called the Hop Chronicles. Or if you go to uh, brewlosophy.com slash hopchronicles or THC, um, it is, uh, they've basically gone through a, a ton of different hops and they've made uh, really like detailed assessments of their flavor profiles um, and what, what beers they'd go well in. 
uh, and stuff like that. And they they were on the Brewing Network the other day. But so like they have these really cool like spider graphs. I think they're called like the web with the yeah yeah um like with with the points towards different flavor profiles. Uh, so I was, I've been looking at that to do uh, to look at uh, the different things. And besides just the the flavor uh, profiles, it gives you the uh, three characteristics endorsed as being least prominent. And then they also give you the pungency and strength of all like the other uh, stuff in there of the most prominent stuff. And they give you uh, some ideas of what what styles it might be good in. Okay. Uh, so yeah, no, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that's at brewlosophy.com. Yeah, I'm looking at that. That's pretty neat. Yeah, uh, because I mean, finding good flavor descriptors for hops is always rough. On homebrew sites and stuff, you always get like, well, this hop kind of tastes like this hop, and here's three words that might describe it. Right. And this gives you a like all the descriptors, and then how much of that you might pick up. Like, so I'm looking at uh, what am I looking at here? Cascade. And citrus is off the charts, which you would expect, with tropical (laughs) fruit and some stone fruit in there. Uh, And it just kind of goes around there. And then you get some of that floral spicy. Right. Yeah, I'm looking at one for Delta. And it's kind of, it's really neat because I don't know anything about Delta hops, but I'm seeing kind of what it is like. And that's cool. And then it gives you the the aroma and the flavor uh, breakdown. So it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so that's just been kind of my brewing this week is more research than anything. Right. Uh, and getting ready for the brew this weekend. With with the Friday brews, I don't know if I'm really going to have a whole lot of time to do any personal brews, but we'll yeah. see. See as we go on. Like, I thought about maybe throwing together an extract brew or something, but yeah. it's a lot of brewing. It's, it's, it's a lot of brewing. It's, and I mean, yeah. Like, it's kind of hard when... We'll be brewing every week, like with these different styles. So that takes away like some time, mm-hmm. like a free day to brew. But it also takes away the need for more beer. Yep. Because we'll have like a bunch. So if you're going to brew something, it's got to be like, well, we have a bunch of beer, but I'm going to brew more beer. And like, is that worth the money and the time? Yeah. yeah. And then. Is that going to make us not drink some of the other right. beer? Or is this not going to Well, okay? I'll probably get like a, uh, a Northeast style uh, IPA in yeah. uh, before uh, before summer hits, just so we have some. Yeah. And Because like we're brewing so strict to style that we don't get right. to expand any of that uh, creativity. But at the same time, we get to learn a lot, which, yeah. I'm, which I'm really pumped about is the learning. Yeah, I think that's going to be cool. I think brewing all these base styles is going to really allow us to be able to experiment mm-hmm. we'll get to learn a whole lot about the the hops and every, and everything like how that could be used differently so it's gonna be neat i have so many beverages in front of me <laughs> yep. two beers and a coffee that's what i've got yep two beers coffee everything's been brewed <laughs> <laughs> yep all right. Um, All brewed beverages. Yeah, so we're in the middle of the Irish Red Ale brew day. Well, yes. I take say the middle. We're we're recording this during the mash. Yep. Uh, so Rick came over after right after uh, I was done with work, and we started the brew. Um, and so you're gonna get more details on the brew days, uh, probably when we taste them and we start going over all of yeah. the numbers and stuff. Um, but 
So far, so good. Um, <laughs> I can recap the recipe. Is that a good idea? Should I do that? Yeah, we can recap the recipe. All right. While you're pulling that up, uh, I will mention that we did not have any mishaps like like last time. We nailed <laughs> our numbers last time, though. Yeah, we did. We did. No, uh, we just had a late start last time because we ended up having to go get corn. Yes. But uh, this time we didn't. We show, I showed up, and we got right into it. Yeah. Um, all of our grain was there. Yeah, right? Because <laughs> I ordered properly this time. <laughs> I'm an idiot. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So base, uh, we used uh, Pale Two Row UK. Um, then we have eight ounces of Crystal 30, but we couldn't find Crystal 30 at Northern Brewer. So we ended up using uh, Simpsons Light Crystal Malt, which should uh, be fairly equivalent. It was the lightest SRM crystal that I could find sure. that wasn't, uh, you know, that that would have fit our bill. And then uh, we have UK Black Malt, uh, four ounces of that. Uh, and then we're doing an ounce of EKG at 60 and half an ounce of EKG at 30 um, to get our IBUs. And then we're going to ferment with uh, Irish Ale Yeast. Uh, we are shooting for 1044 starting gravity uh, with, an, uh, with a final gravity of... Are you on my list? What is not on my... Why, oh, this is just the brewing sheet. Hang on. Recipe. There we go. With a final gravity of... Uh, 1010. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, we're shooting for... Or, no, I'm sorry. Yeah, 1010 to 1012. Somewhere in there. So right around like four and a half, five percent. Yeah. Uh, with about thirty IBUs. So hopefully we get a nice golden, or like a nice like uh, copper red color. Mm-hmm. All right. So now we're going to talk about uh, this week's beer. Go back to my notes, which is BJCP style one D American wheat beer. Uh, and while we're going through this, uh, we uh, we do have a commercial example that we'll talk about in a minute, but we're going to be tasting as we kind of go through. Uh, we have the Goose Island 312 Urban Wheat Ale. Yeah. So we'll try a wheat ale as we talk about a wheat ale. Exactly. All right. So overall impressions, refreshing wheat beers that can display more hop character and less yeast character than their German cousins. A clean fermentation character allows bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavors to be complemented by hop flavor and bitterness rather than yeast qualities. We should alternate these so people just don't have to listen to my voice Mm -hmm. the entire time. Aroma. Low to moderate grainy, bready, or doughy wheat character. A light to moderate malty sweetness is acceptable. Esters can be moderate to none, although should reflect relatively neutral yeast strains. Banana is inappropriate. Don't do it. No bananas. Hop aroma may be low to moderate and can have a citrusy, spicy, floral, or fruity character. No clove phenols. None of that clove. Okay. Um, usually, or appearance, usually pale yellow to gold. Clarity may range from brilliant to hazy, with yeast approximating the German Weissbier style of beer. Uh, long, or big, long-lasting white head. <clears throat> The flavor should be light to moderately strong, bready, doughy, or grainy wheat flavor, which can linger to the finish. May have a moderate malty sweetness or finish quite dry. Low to moderate hop bitterness, which sometimes lasts into the finish. Balance is usually even, but may be slightly bitter. Low to moderate hop flavor, citrusy, spicy, floral, or fruity, 
Esters can be moderate to none, but should not include banana. Again, no banana in this. And no clove either. No clove phenols. Leave those in your half of Isons. Yep. May have a slightly crisp finish. Uh, Mouthfeel, medium to light uh, to medium body. Medium high to high carbonation. Uh, Slight creaminess is optional. Wheat beers sometimes have a soft, fluffy impression. Uh, Different variations exist from an easy... I'm sorry, that was comments. Sorry, I just kept reading. (laughs) The comments. Uh, Different variations exist from an easy drinking, fairly sweet beer to a dry, aggressively hot beer with a strong wheat flavor. American rye beers should be entered in the alternative fermentables specialty category. Hey, don't put your rye in the wheats, guys. Yeah, it's not That's wheat. Not cool, man. Not cool. Come on. Get your rye out of here. Well, that just seemed a little racist. I don't... <laughs> it's, just, it's it's maltist? Uh, history. An Rice? American craft beer adaptation of the German Weissbier style using a cleaner yeast and more hops. Uh, first... Uh, widely popularized by Widmer in the mid-1980s. I tried to find Widmer. Uh, Divine was out. Or I just didn't see it. Okay. Um, characteristic ingredients include are clean American ale or lager yeast. German Weissbier yeast is inappropriate. Inappropriate, we say. Keep your Hefeweizen yeast out of my beer. It's inappropriate. I'll give you bananas, <laughs> which are inappropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> Large proportion of wheat malt, often 30 to 50%, which is lower than in typical German Weiss beers. We're, we're really telling you to not make a Weiss beer if it's, you're going to make it. Well, it's hard. Wheat. It's hard because it's usually very close to the same ingredients. Yeah. Um, American, German, or New World hops are typical. Uh, style comparison. More hop character and less yeast character than German Weiss beers. Uh, never with the banana and clove <laughs> character. <laughs> no banana and clove of German Weiss beer. Uh, generally can have the same range and balance as blonde ales, but with a wheat character as the primary malt flavor. <laughs> Want to go for the vital stats? Vital stats. Uh, IBU should be 15 to 30. SRM 3 to 6. Very light. OG would be 1040 to 1055. Your finishing gravity should be 1008. To 10.13, your ABV should end up 4.0 to 5.5. All right. Uh, some commercial examples. Bell's Oberon, Boulevard Unfiltered Wheat Beer, Goose Island 312 Urban Wheat Ale, and Widmer Hefeweizen. All right. But no bananas. <laughs> no bananas. I feel like they didn't put that enough in there. <laughs> <laughs> They should just have like right at the end for real, no banana or clove. Like, yeah, no, guys, seriously, <laughs> like we will, we will fail this beer. Like, we're not kidding. <laughs> it seems like they encountered that a lot, and they were like, "This isn't it." <laughs> we need to stress that over and over and over and over again. That way, if you do it, we can be pissed at you. Look at the style. Guys. Look at the thing, guys. We said it twelve times. All right. Um. All right. Let's talk about this Goose Island three one two. Yep. Uh, let's start with aroma. What do you get? Um, because uh, I don't get much. I get a little bit there's of. A, there's not spice. a lot of aroma. There's a little bit of spice, and some bread dough. Yep. Yeah, there's not much of that hop aroma, at all. Which is good. Right. Um, 
Yeah, but the the hop that I do get is that spicy. Yeah, it's, it's more of that bready. Yeah, it's not the citrusy or the floral. Or no, fruity. it's like a sauce, maybe like something like something. Yeah, it's definitely got some some spicy smell to it. Okay, like spiced. You know what I don't get? Mm-hmm. Banana. You're right about that. There's no <laughs> banana aroma here. Uh, Appearance wise, definitely spot on. This is that pale. Yeah, this is crystal clear. Uh, I mean, it did have that nice, big, fluffy, pillowy white head that you expect from wheat beers. Mm-hmm. I can't make it come back. I need, I need a straw to blow bubbles in it. Yeah. Um. Come on, come on. Nope. No, I, that's okay. I didn't get it. Uh, flavor. Um. <clears throat> yeah. I think well they they call for light to moderately strong, bready doughy or grainy. I think this hits that just, like I get like bread, like vunda bread. I'm going. I go doughy a little more. Okay, maybe that's it. Yeah. Um. It's not like bready. I would imagine a little bit mm. more like. Yeah, that 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 fits more towards like the biscuity side of mm-hmm. things. This is definitely like a un unbaked. Yeah. yeah, it tastes like sticky dough, but not in like a bad way. Just. It's definitely in that doughy category. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely lingers into the finish. But uh, like that malty sweetness, a uh, little bit of that. Yeah, I, I suppose that fits right in there. Yeah. That's right about on the right on the nuts there. Um, low to moderate hop bitterness, for sure. Yeah, I get There's no hop bitterness. Um, mm. there's, a, there's, a, there's a like a hint... There's yeah. a hint of it there, but yeah, it doesn't linger and it it fades <laughs> super quickly. Yep. I was I'm trying to decide like I think like right in the middle as the carbonation is ramping up from being dumped into my mouth, I get that hops right in there. Yep. As it's dancing on my tongue with the carbonation, and then it fades out back into that dough. Um, yeah, definitely. It's right on there. Not a whole lot, but there is a little bit of hop. I have a feeling this recipe is going to be pretty easy. I think so, yeah. Um, So then that hop flavor, as well as the bitterness, also low. Um, Esters can be moderate to none, but should not include banana. No banana! And I don't taste any banana, so that's good. (laughs) That's good, because Goose Island, they'd be coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> These guys are banana Nazis. <laughs> this is not for bananas. No or bananas clove. here. But that's just kind of like an afterthought. Yeah, the cloves like like the bananas. Like this one guy's like no bananas, and then another guy's like yeah, no cloves either. <laughs> yeah, what do you say? No cloves either, but really bananas. All right, should we uh, should we come up with a recipe quick? Yeah. All right, let me bring up Brew Toad. You guys can find all of these. At oh, we the... didn't go over the mouthfeel. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do the mouthfeel. Medium light to medium body. Yeah. Medium high to high carbonation. I wouldn't say this is high carbonation. This is definitely highly carbonated. It yeah. like just call bounces like on the, the highest, tongue. But it's like medium high for yeah. sure. And new recipe. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely right in that normal mouthfeel, that medium body. Need a recipe name. We're okay. sure. Yes, and it does kind of have that fluffy impression with the way it kind of dances on the tongue. Yeah, no, and it's definitely like the finish is. Uh, I don't know if crisp is like because there's like a lingering sweetness, mm-hmm. but it's but it's uh, quenching. Like yeah, it's it's definitely quenching. And actually, 
I'm enjoying this more than I thought I would. Because, I I am too, actually. Um, like wheat wheat ales are kind of boring if you drink them a lot, and that's how I got started in craft. Yeah, beer well, too, everybody, a, it's an approachable style. Well, yeah, everybody starts with like Blue Moon yeah. and uh, Oberon, but then I kind of grew out of it and didn't really like them as I like had drank too many of them. But now, like, this is probably the first wheat beer I've had in. Maybe close to a year. Yeah. Probably not quite that long, but I, I haven't had many. And I'm, I, we're just coming off the winter of stouts, as I do. And this is very, like, quenching and refreshing after how many stouts I've drank. All right. So. That's definitely a lawnmower beer. Yeah. So I'm thinking... We either do 50-50 or 40-60 of wheat and American two-row <clears throat> for our malts. What will be your 40 and 60? Uh, wheat, uh, 40% wheat, uh, 60% American two-row. Yeah, well, I mean... Um, and then a pound of rice hulls in there, no matter what, so we don't uh, get a stuck mash. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, wheat is, uh, it's a, it's a, like a... Sticky. It's it's a holeless. So, like, when you're doing two-row and stuff, the holes, they create, like, a filter in the mash sure. bed. And so it allows things to pass through. Right. Wheat just goes... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it sticks. It's sticky. Yeah. Um, you know, you know, I'm, I'm good with uh, 50-50. All right, so... Yeah, that'll be in our style. Oop, that is too much. So if we do, like, four... I mean, if we're going to do wheat beer, let's do wheat beer, four. man. Okay, so if we do four and four, 50-50, uh, that puts us at a OG of 10.45, original gravity of 10.45, right which in is there. smack dab in the middle. <clears throat> All right, what about hops? Whew, yeah, we're st- I'm st- I mean, we're still going to be leaning on you for hops until I research some more. Okay, um, I mean, we could go with, like, a... Like a German style, we could go with. Uh, I mean, I it's a U, it's a U.S. beer, so maybe we should do something. New. Well, yeah, let's do some. Let's stay away from German because well, I what really about, didn't like that German yeast. Let's just stay away from German. What, what about U.S. Northern Brewer? Um, sure. Actually, let's look at the uh, on the Brewlosophy website. Ah, yes, yes. Let's let's do. I'll Brew-osophy. take a look too. Yeah. So we'll uh, pop over to the Hop Chronicles, and let's search for uh, Northern. Ooh, okay, never mind. They don't have Northern Brewer on here. Huh. So let's look at uh, some U.S. Hmm. What's U.S.? What's from the U.S.? Hmm. Okay, this is, it's, if you know what hop you're looking for, this is yeah, really easy. this would be great if you knew which hop you wanted. Uh, if you don't, not so great. <laughs> Let's see, what kind of spicy. And it's not done, it's still a work in progress. So we got that going for us too. Yeah. Alright, so we're looking for like some spicy... And we don't really want any citrus in there. Yeah. So let's do... Let's see. Hmm. What hop could we do? Like, my initial thought is saws, but that's not really a... 
Let's do. You know what? Let's just Google spicy hops. Okay. Let's let's go with that then. Okay. You know what? We could do Chinook. I never thought about Chinook. Hey. That's a good idea. Chinook or I Columbus? Even, I even remember using Chinook before and it smells spicy. Chinook hops. I will get you a hop flavor profile and you let me know. Hop guide. <clears throat> Chinook. High alpha acid uh, with a wonderful herbal, almost smoky character when used as an aromatic during the last few minutes of the boil. Excellent for hopping American-style pale ales. Uh, so maybe not Chinook. Hmm. Maybe not that. Because, huh. I mean, we don't need a whole lot of... Uh, she needs something like, well, I mean, Chinook could work. Well, um. We use Holler Tau again. Hang on a second. I mean, I like, I like Northern Brewer, but I don't know if it'll work in this. Um, so some, I just checked out a recipe for an American wheat beer. These folks are using Willamette and Cascade. I don't want to use Willamette. I mean, I'm just going... Yeah. I'm just saying what... I don't like... When I think Will... Well, I'm I mean, just trying Willamette to throw names yeah. at you. And, and you... Willamette could work. You know more about it than I do, so... Um, Actually, yeah. Willamette would be fine. Let's do Willamette. I may okay. even have some Willamette. <laughs> well, there you go. All right, yeah. And if we're bittering with it, it's not going to super matter anyway. So let's do Willamette. Willamette. We're going right. with Willamette. Willamette. And how much Willamette do we need? How many IBUs are we shooting for? Um, let's pull that back up right quick. Uh, IBUs, 15 to 30. <clears throat> so we want to stay... So if we use one ounce of Willamette at 60, that'll give us 19. Hey, that's pretty good. Do we want to do anything after that? You don't. I don't think so. Do you, there's not nah. really any aroma or flavoring nah, hops in here. Nope. Yeah, I think that would work. All right, and then yeast. We need an American ale yeast of some kind. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I mean, when I go for American ale yeast, my go-to is 1056. Okay. Just because it's very clean. Um, and that's that's another thing you we need to uh, research a little bit more is different yeasts. Yeah. Because I tend to stick with the same... Oh, when I type in Y yeast, 1056 is the first thing that... It's because it's suggests. an amazing yeast. <laughs> so versatile. All right, I'm going to throw 1056 on there. That seems like a good idea. And that and it ferments out pretty well, or uh, attenuates pretty well, too. All right, cool. So that puts us in that 4% range, which is... Wait, what? where do we want to be? Uh, as far as our... ABV. Uh, ABV. Uh, 4.0 to 5.5. That puts us right in that range. Perfect. And we're brewing some sessional beers right off the bat. Nice. High five. High five. All right, I'm going to go ahead and save this recipe. Yeah. We're Another simple one right off the bat here. We're right there. We're going to, uh, all we, right. We didn't really plan to put all the simple beers right away. No. This is kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it is. Kind of <laughs> eases us into yeah. it. Because we are going to get into some complex shit eventually. Yes. <laughs> well, and we tried to keep all that at the end. Well, and we did. We did like say, "Hey, sours, not right now." 
Yeah, yeah. Um, well, things are going to get a little bit more interesting, a little bit more fun next week. Yeah, what are we doing next week? Next week is the American IPA. Oh, yes. Our first of many. Uh, this It's going to be BJCP <laughs> Category 21A because, and there's a bunch of like subcategories in here where it's going to get crazy. It's getting crazy. Uh, yeah, so, but uh, we get to play with some hops that I really enjoy. Yeah. And that you really enjoy, so... Yeah. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how crazy we want to go with it. See if uh, we can expand it to maybe use some new world hops, yeah. like some, maybe some galaxy or mosaic. Ooh, some new shit. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit off air. Probably mostly on air. We're both like kind of dancing yeah. in our seats talking. about Hey man, it. <laughs> when we start talking about galaxy and mosaic, yeah, you gotta dance. Those are some good things. You gotta dance, man. You gotta you dance. Got, you gotta. You gotta, man. You gotta. <laughs> you just gotta. You gotta. All right, guys. Um. We came up with that. We got everything. Yeah, I will. I will go over the recipe Center. one more time. Yep. Uh, we are doing four pounds of U.S. wheat, four pounds of U.S. two row, one ounce of Willamette. Our simplest recipe yet. Literally three <laughs> ingredients and yeast. <laughs> and then some yeast, and then we're just gonna fucking be done. <laughs> yeah, that's a. Uh, that's another easy one. I like it. That's a simple beer if I've ever heard of one. <laughs> Might be easier than extract brewing, actually. We could just buy wheat and extract and pale extract and mix them together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, man. Well, usually with like an extract brew, you'd also have some specialty grains. Yeah, nah. That's an extra step. <laughs> like, this, we're just going to mash it, throw it in, be done. We're just going to do a thing. Like, oh, I forgot rice hulls. Don't let me forget rice hulls when we're ordering. Because it doesn't add anything to the beer, but it'll make our lives so much better. Yeah, the, the, the mash won't suck ass. Yeah, and uh, we'd probably be fine with 50-50. Anytime you go over 50 is when you really got to worry, but I'm just, I'm just going to worry. Let's just do it. Yep. Let's just do it. Just going to worry. The chickens will eat the rice hulls too. Yep, they'll be fine. That oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, My ahead. mom's chickens eat all of our spent grain. Yeah, so. no, yeah, we recycle it all. Yep. Oh, Pete's on his way. All right. As of six minutes ago, perfect timing. <laughs> Good timing, Pete. All right, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in this week, and thank you for joining us on our uh, every style challenge journey. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to join in, um, all of the styles are posted at blindedstudios.com slash HB, or just click on the Homebrew Bound link is probably the easiest way to find that stuff. And you can see all the styles that we will be doing uh, in order uh, for the next while. So if you want to get on, in on this, I highly recommend it. You guys can send us some beers to try on the show. It'll be fun for us and hopefully fun for you. Uh, and we might be able to work out some sort of uh, I don't know. Thing if a bunch of people are interested, we should, I don't know I don't know we should almost do like a little prize thing or something like send send out a T-shirt or something to the winning brew we if we can that. get if we can get more than one or something in here like yeah if you guys send in some brews based on like what our the guidelines yeah or? yeah based based off the guidelines we're gonna uh, yeah and if we can get a couple in here I know we can get a beer judge in here so yeah yeah we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll get an official beer judge. You guys send in some brews, and winner gets a t-shirt. Or... Well, because uh, I'm pretty sure Fredrickson is a master beer judge. Certified. Yeah? Yeah. So. Perfect. <laughs> well, we can get him in, and yeah. then whatever he says is the best, we'll give you a t-shirt. 
Hope it's ours. <laughs> <laughs> if it's ours, we'll send the we'll, second we'll send, best. We'll send the second best a t-shirt. Um, yeah, get rid of yeah. those damn t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, we do. We'll 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 work out some yep. some official All right, guys, rules uh, and regulations. If you want to support us, head on over to Patreon.com/slash/BlindNewsStudios or click on the patron link at the bottom of our homepage mm-hmm. at BlindNewsStudios.com. Uh, even a buck a month really helps us out. Uh, sure. Now that we're buying beer ingredients for this show. Uh, we're also buying a commercial style for this show. We gotta pay for all of our hosting, uh, and for all of our other shows, we have to get all the stuff for that stuff too. So yeah. uh, it really helps us out. And if you're gonna do any Amazon shopping, head on over to uh, blindestudios.com, click on the Amazon link of the homepage, and then just bookmark that right there. Just bookmark. Just save it. Yeah, uh, it's, it's great. And then, then you just have it right there, and you're supporting us every that time way, you shop on Amazon. every time you click on Amazon, you don't even know you're helping us. But you are. Set it as your dad's. Oh, trick yeah, him. yeah, yeah, yeah. Trick your dad into supporting us. <laughs> you don't even have to do it yourself. Just <laughs> trick family members into it. Change their bookmark. Yeah, just change that Amazon icon that they have on their on their, on their their desktop for whatever reason. Do you, Have you seen that? Yeah, Old people, people save, just, like, yeah, people save, save the desktop. link to their... Why? <laughs> Just my mom why? does that. My mom has all of her favorites just on a desktop instead. It's like, mom, I don't understand. That's what your bookmark bar is for. But hey, if you got an old person like that in your life with Amazon, Hook change us it up. up. They will never notice. <laughs> it still has the Amazon symbol. All right, guys. Um, if you'd like to support, or if you'd like to shoot us an email uh, with a question, comment, or what have you. Uh, go ahead and shoot us an email at feedback at blindnewsstudios.com, or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindnewsstudios. You can follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And hold on to your mash tons. We'll see you next week. Oh. I like that outro. <laughs> 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 <laughs>